0: Narcissist is defined as a person whose personality qualities include thinking highly of themselves, excess need for admiration and attention, belief that others are inferior, as well as a lack of empathy for others. This is my wife and I's story of our own, Narcissist-in-Law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to what I believe is episode four or
1: five i thought we said five
0: it's one of the two i don't know why i can't remember my notes say four but i felt like when we were talking we actually was five so um yep sorry for the delay we this is actually the second time we recorded this we recorded it and we just were not a fan of
1: it at all no we, we just weren't on the same page that night no
0: not at all so we are back and a little bit of housekeeping so at the end of the last episode, I said if you had any feedback, any questions, you could email us and I gave an email address. That email address, we hadn't actually created it yet, and it was already taken. So the new email address is theroomabovepod at gmail.com. The roomabovepod at gmail.com. All right. So I don't care, Siri. Apologies. All right, so where we picked up last episode was the wedding, and it wrapped up, and we were going on our honeymoon. We got back and found out everything that happened during the lovely honeymoon.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, it didn't happen during the honeymoon. happened. It happened at the wedding. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. So, um, basically Teresa getting drunk in the parking lot of the wedding, telling Kyle that I'm Nicole's problem now. And then Kyle going off on her so much that even her brother didn't have anything else to say to her, which is pretty impressive, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. And then, um, not really related to Teresa. I think she was kind of, um, encouraging it, I would say but some of the younger underage cousins sneaking behind the bar and trying to steal actual bottles of liquor from where the reception was at, which was a like country club.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think the um, people there actually said something to us about it, or to your dad anyway, said right? Said
1: something to my mom and dad, and, and basically we had to end the reception a little early. Well, so me and Jason were supposed to do our walkout, and then everybody else was going to be allowed to go back in and kind of like finish out the night. But because they were still in alcohol and and they were also drunk, um, the country club told my mom and dad that it was just time for them to go. So basically, they had to pack up and leave like right after me and Jason left, which my mom and dad were fine with because they were tired anyway. But it was just kind of the point of the thing was they had to get everybody out. So
0: yeah, and. Teresa instead of you know being a responsible adult and telling them not to do that was doing the exact opposite and encouraging them from everything we heard now we weren't there for it but that's everything that we heard yep (coughs) all right so besides finding out that information which you know put a sour taste in our mouth about Teresa and all that everything pretty much seemed I would say okay coming back from the honeymoon
1: Mm -hmm. like And we didn't say anything to her. We just left it.
0: No, we just, we wanted to, believe me. We, we wanted to, but in just an effort to keep things peaceful, peaceful (laughs) as possible, normal. And I'm doing air quotes here. You know, we decided not to say anything. And everything seemed to be going fine. She would, I don't remember the communication between us, which comes up in a, comes up a little bit later in this episode, but. I mean, I feel like when we did communicate, everything was well.
1: Yeah, and the week um, prior to us actually going to Alaska, we were actually home, but we were at my parents' house, um, basically because I was finishing, like, packing up my stuff and just kind of, you know, spending some time with my family before I moved. This was my first time ever leaving home. I mean, I was 21, and I had never moved out so we spent the last week at our house but we did have a going away party at my aunt's house and uh jason's family came like all of them came and everything was okay yeah. you know um which and, was
0: hugely surprising because yeah. that's pretty much the only time that and the wedding the only time that both families have ever gotten together
1: yeah i mean we didn't think that they were gonna come but like Teresa showed up, his aunt and uncle, some of his cousins. I mean, it was it was kind of impressive actually that they all came down. It, it was
0: extremely impressive. But we had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. That is that the one where Kyle fell asleep with a plate of food or is that the 4th of July? No, that that was that uh, one. Ah, Kyle
1: a- got so drunk he sat down with a plate of food and fell asleep and then he stood up cuz he was going to puke and his plate just flipped over face oh, first. Oh my the god, such good
0: stuff. <laughs> such good stuff. Oh, love it.
1: Oh, to be in our 20s again.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, we can still do that now, but you just wake up
1: <laughs> no, the next 3 days. I I can't do that everything. now. I would die. I mean, you might die, but I yeah, would feel like I was going to die. That's life insurance. You have that.
0: <laughs> so everything was good, you know, going back, you know, every coming from the honeymoon. everything was good as i guess you could say good can be yeah. you know yeah considering everything that had happened and her normal demeanor it was seemed everything was on the up and up
1: mm-hmm.
0: so going a party actually goes good and we go back to alaska with everything seeming good so we go back to alaska in august yes yeah. yes have, so it's august when we go back okay and once we get to alaska you know, time's kind of going on. We're getting into the groove of being married and actually living together because we had not lived together until this point just because of circumstances.
1: We had stayed together at times for a couple of weeks. weeks,
0: Most, max, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, two to three weeks max was how long we had actually stayed together. But, you know, when you don't see each other all the time, you're not really doing daily life when you see each other. It's all, everything's special. You know, you're, you're going and doing things together and... I think the most normal day to day life that we experienced was I was in nursing school and Jason did come home at one time and I had to go to school and do clinicals and stuff like that. But we didn't actually do life together yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, getting into that, uh, who does what, like around the house and two different living styles, honestly, trying to merge together. So getting used to that, you kind of didn't notice if something was a little off, mm-hmm. you know, especially with people being four hours, you know, not four hours away, because I know four time zones away because we lived in Alaska and we, everybody else was on the East coast, but kind of started to notice that I was the only one calling home in regards to Teresa. She never called never initiated the phone call. It was always me calling her. Mm-hmm. And as we slowly got settled in and started getting on routine, I noticed. I noticed it, and I think I mentioned it a couple of times to you, didn't I?
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, through talking about this entire thing, that I'm the one who is always encouraging Jason to keep in contact with her, like because me and my family are really close. So I would be the one who'd be like, "Hey, have you called Teresa? Hey, have you talked to Teresa?" And even when he would say, "Well," she's not calling me, I would always be like, well, it doesn't matter, you know, just make the effort, you know, you need to keep the lines of communication open and, you know, that's your family. You know, I always was the one pushing. So just always keep that in mind through this entire podcast.
0: Yeah. But you know, (laughs) you said something and it, it, and it's one of the biggest pet peeves and it was my family that would always say it is, you never come to visit, you, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. you know how to get, get there. And I'll be like, y'all never come to visit us either. We, we always come to visit y'all. The road you, goes you, both yeah, ways. Yeah, the road goes both <laughs> ways. And it's kind but of, yeah, that is true. They ugh.
1: never came to visit us. Ever.
0: Ever. Maybe once we moved a little closer, but that's, that's down the road. Yeah, that's the, later on. <laughs> yep. So I, I, you know, and when, when uh, we did talk, it was, wasn't it, it was very short I wouldn't say it was normal like nothing was wrong but something wasn't right.
1: there wasn't a lot of in-depth conversation. it was just very superficial.
0: Yeah I think that's a good way of saying it yeah So I you know talked to Nicole about it and I don't know why I decided you know the timing of me confronting it was right. I don't remember this but Nicole told me and I can see myself doing it absolutely. But apparently we were at the gym and we each had our own little thing we did. And for some reason I was like, you know what? Now's the time to call her and confront her about it, apparently. You worked out and got mad. Apparently. <laughs> I don't I don't really remember.
1: That beast mode playlist got you.
0: So uh, that didn't exist at the time, okay. That was this was thirteen years ago. God don't make me feel little. Right. <laughs> this is when you had to carry a record player with you and if you want to listen to music. No an iPod. <laughs> So apparently at the gym, I decided to call and confront her, which I do kind of remember confronting her and asking her, you know, why she never called me. I always had to call her and her response. And this is just, this is not verbatim of course, is that we are married now and we have each other. She doesn't want to b- bother us that I had Nicole. So, Kind of, Mm -hmm. she felt like she was out of the picture, which kind of goes back to something that happened at the wedding. Yeah. That Kyle told us once we got back that I was Nicole's problem now.
1: Yep. Which, you know, again, it just doesn't make any sense because I was always the one encouraging him to talk to her. And, And I even tried to talk to her. I mean, later on in life, I think we became closer eventually. And I talked to her more than Jason did. But at this time I was the one trying to encourage him because I still was fighting for that relationship with her because I still knew she didn't like me so I was still fighting you know and I was thinking well we're married now like this is my family so you know we need to get along and I need to really try
0: yeah yep yeah. so I went up to Nicole I
1: can't what were you doing I was on the elliptical
0: yeah and had the you know the pissed off look on my face and kind of told her what, what had happened. And I don't remember your reaction.
1: I just kind of shook my head and I basically just told him like, you know, just leave it alone. This is what she does. She tries to make you feel bad for something that you, for one, he didn't do anything. I mean, there's nothing that he did, but um, I said, you know, she always tries to make you feel bad and you feel guilty. So in some way you'll call and apologize. And I said, but, I wouldn't even worry about it. I said I would just maybe not contact her for a little bit. And then, you know, you can kind of see if things turn normal or whatever. And we were going home that Christmas. So I was like, you know, we're going to have to make plans and stuff anyway. So we'll just see how she is when we're there. Yeah. But I did, I think I did tell you at that time too, though, because she made the comment that we had each other that I was like, you know, you're going to have to eventually like stand up to her when it comes to me because you know anytime there was ever an issue and i got into it with her jason kind of kept quiet but mainly that's because i have like a mama bear like mentality and it was kind of like you're not gonna mess with him or i'm gonna take you down so he never really said anything because he's like nah she's got it (laughs) you know
0: yeah i mean but (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she had it. There's no reason for me to say anything. But
1: I think there just became a point that I was even like, okay, maybe you need to say something to her, you know, to defend me a little bit, you know. And so um, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'll, you know, if she says anything else about you or anything, he's like, I'll take care of it. So,
0: Yep, yep, yep. And the times, we'll get into this eventually, but the times that I did say something or, you know, I guess, stand up, fight back, however you want to say it. You know, they were the big times usually. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that incident, you know, from the time we got to Alaska to Christmas time, it was smooth. I would say smooth sailing, quote Mm -hmm. unquote. I mean, not the typical relationship, but, you know, not (laughs) my real mom biologically, not my original adoptive mother, not didn't come in until my God. I don't remember the exact age, but, you know, pretty decently late in those formative years.
1: 11, 12. Yeah, I
0: think. Like I said, horrible. So then we come home for Christmas, and it was a mixed bag with Teresa, I would say. Because we came home, and we actually went. Pretty much to Teresa's first.
1: No, my mom picked us up. That's right. I
0: remember that's right. She picked us up when we went and got Chick fil A because, yeah, and we
1: went went back because our flight actually got delayed for like a whole day. So we missed like the entire first day we were supposed to be here. We missed. Yeah. So when we did come, like we were were supposed to go to (sighs) Teresa's like the next day after we were there, but because we were delayed a day and we were exhausted because we had literally spent. Twelve hours in an airport or l- longer, and then the flight, which is a long flight. Very um, long. so we we ended up going to my parents first, but on Christmas Eve we did go to Teresa's because um they actually did their Christmas on Christmas Eve that year because most of the people were nurses in the family, and so they kind of would detail it around our what
0: no, there's actually only one nurse well i guess te- i mean can- can- candace. candace is
1: a real nurse candace
0: is a real nurse i wasn't saying i kind of forgot about her for some reason but only there's only two nurses stephanie and candace uh, everybody else okay. was normal but they weren't around them i mean because god stephanie had four kids so i mean yeah, yeah. you kind of have to work it around that but yeah
1: so okay. well yeah so anyway there's two nurses excuse me I was sitting there
0: thinking, I was like, who else? You had me wondering, like,
1: forgetting somebody, but. I mean, I'm a nurse, so usually that kind of played in too, because it'd be whatever time we could also go.
0: Oh, yeah, but at that point, (laughs) you didn't have a job there.
1: Yeah. Um, But anyway, so we did go there, and we did Christmas dinner with them, and we went back that night and went to my aunt's for a Christmas Eve thing and then spent Christmas Day with my mom. Uh, And dad um, and everybody and Jason actually left like a couple of days after that. And I want to say Teresa came to the airport, but she was kind of bitter because we didn't go back to her house. But I mean, this was a very quick visit. It wasn't, you know, for Jason, he had had three weeks leave for the wedding. So he really didn't have a lot of time left. Yeah, I was already
0: I the We're the nice thing about the military is, you know, you're guaranteed to be there for a certain amount of time because you're under a contract that you can't get out of because it's the military. So you can go in the hole as long as you can get, you're guaranteed to get that time back. So that's a good yeah. thing.
1: So he stayed as long as he could, but yeah.
0: um, I think the only reason she even came to the airport is because it was the Savannah airport.
1: Yeah. Cause, and I drove him up there and she just mm-hmm. met us there, but she just seemed kind of aggravated, you know, and then acting sad that he was leaving and then, It's kind of awkward because then me and her had to walk out, you know, together. (laughs) I mean, you didn't have to. Actually, now that I think about that, I think she actually was like she left before you actually left, so we could say goodbye. She said,
0: "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." Yeah, and we were like, "That sounds right now."
1: And we were like, "Okay," Um, but I went back to my parents and I stayed for another week, and I didn't talk to her anymore after that. Yeah.
0: No, and I don't. You know, I don't really remember uh, what it was like too much. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure after Christmas, because we, we were only there for three more months, actually, with the way that it just happened to work mm-hmm. out. But it was all quiet on the Western Front, honestly.
1: Yeah. The next um, big thing that happened was when we came back home. So, yeah. oh. Jason... Um, so got discharged, happened. and we drove home. Um, just basically because we couldn't ship both cars, and you know, there was a lot of technicalities with the military trying to get home. Yep, so we drove home. Um, we actually stopped up in North Georgia because my grandmother lived up there, and we stayed for two days. Just
0: had to say, we drove from Anchorage, Alaska, <laughs> to we'll say North Georgia. In five days, in yeah. the middle of March, through the Yukon. And that was one of the dumbest things we've actually ever done because, we, not thinking. <laughs> we didn't know. We, we didn't know, but Nicole's car at the time got around, actually around 400-ish miles to a tank. So we filled up, and by the time we got to an open gas station, and that's air quotes, open, um, it was just happened to be twenty four hours, and it looked like it was in front of somebody's house almost. We had and it I was think, like
1: self serve, like there was nobody thank inside. God, thank like, God
0: it was self serve though, because there was less than I think ten miles to MD on your car.
1: What what people or what you should know if you're if you're going to go through the Yukon in March, is that that's their off season. Yeah, don't don't go through <laughs> the Yukon in March unless so you have business there. Everywhere that we. Fault like, oh, we can just pull over and get a hotel, whatever was closed. Yeah, we even decided once we went through customs or not customs, um, what's it called? Border Patrol, Border Patrol. Once oh, the we customs. went, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, customs. Once we went through there, we were, we had even had like this kind of plan, like, oh, well, if we need to, we'll just kick the seats back in the car and sleep. I mean, we were young, we were 22, 23. Do you
0: know how cold it was at one point, <laughs> it's a negative 70 on the car, like you could feel. The cold coming, emanating, yeah. radiating from the outside. Like no if the what car was
1: wasn't out. moving, you were like, Jason stopped the car and we put the seat back and I had my feet on the ground and I finally looked at him and I was like, you have to keep moving or I'm going to get frostbite on my feet because yep. the car was so low to the ground too. Yep. So, um, so yeah, that, that was fun. Don't do it in March.
0: <laughs> don't. I mean, it was absolutely, honestly, it was gorgeous some of the stuff we saw was fantastic it was oh like probably once in a lifetime thing but just you no know. so yeah we stopped by her grandma's and we were there two days mm-hmm. and then we did we stop we stopped on the way back right yeah
1: so on the way home well i say home i meaning to brunswick where i was from yeah um so on the way we we decided, you know, we'll go ahead and stop and say, hey, because we're on the way. And so, Jason went ahead and called her and was like, hey, you know, we're going to be coming through. Are you going to be home today? And she was like, yeah, 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 come on by. So, we are like, okay. So, we got there and um, everything seemed okay for like the moment. It was a little bit awkward, but, you know, his, his aunt and uncle and cousins all live next door. So, the minute they see us coming, everybody's coming over to see us and... We go into Teresa's house and we're sitting at the counter and we're just chatting and having a a good time, just kind of yeah. talking. And Teresa had, um, Jason didn't have anything from his dad,
0: which is a whole other story. Yeah, so that, that's a whole other possible episode.
1: Yeah, so Jason really didn't have any any items from his dad, nothing material, and there was a gun. A pistol. And I'm gonna admit, it was nothing special. Pistol. No, No,
0: I don't even know. It's no. It's almost like a generic, you know, off the wall Walmart brand. But
1: but I just think it was like she asked if you wanted it, and it was your dad. Yeah. You were like
0: she. At one point before this, she had asked me if I wanted it, and I said yes, I would love it. Yeah. And but I'll get it when we come back because a, I would have to ship it, to get it to Alaska. B, I lived on a military base, which means you have to check it into the armory, which is a whole other thing, and it's just not worth it.
1: Yeah, and so he was like, can you just keep it for me? And she's like, yeah, that I'll keep it for you. That's fine. Well, we're sitting at that counter, and Jason goes, oh, hey, can I get Daddy's gun now? And she looks straight at him and goes, oh, I had to sell that. Yeah, I had to get me something smaller for my hand and, like, holds her hand out like she's holding a gun and he's just staring. And to this day, I still do not know why I didn't stand up and just like bless her out. But But
0: you're saying that she did that. And I do remember her doing that thing with her hand, but now that I think about it, she gets this look and I don't know if, I don't know. I can't tell you what it is, but she gets this look. It's it's a smugness. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a smugness is what it is that it's very. I say it's. It, I would. I would say it's subtle. I would think, unless you know her, yeah, that she's smug. That she basically just ruined your day in a way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Almost because she didn't. She seemed very unfazed by it. Like Jason was like, "Are you serious?" It's like she was very nonchalant about because it because she would also joke a lot, and sometimes you couldn't tell if she was being serious, and so Jason's like. Are you serious? She's like, yeah, I had to sell it. I had to get me something else to fit in my purse, fit in my hand better. And I was kind of in disbelief, which is probably why I didn't get up. I just grabbed Jason's leg like under the counter and like, you know, kind of squeezed his leg, grabbed his hand. And we basically kind of left after that. And we talked about that all the way home. And that was just one of those other things. We didn't say anything about the time to- or say anything at the time, but it came up later.
0: Yeah, so this is where I get confused. When did this get resolved? I know how it got resolved, kind of.
1: So I think a few weeks later... Um, when did we find out
0: that Dalton had it?
1: I think it was a few weeks later because um, she started talking to Jason about all this. Well, okay, well, I think it was when you didn't get the tools, I think is what it was. So Jason... Had started working at Starbucks and I had started a new job at the hospital and Teresa had started telling Jason that she's going to start going through all his dad's tools and stuff like that. If there's anything he wants, he needs to come get it.
0: Now, my dad was a handyman. Like he helped build a large part of the house that we lived in. He built a very nice back deck for it um didn't build the tool shed but built the extension onto it and he he would build most of the stuff that would go around the house so he had a large very large collection of tools and some of it was junk i'd have no problem admitting that but a lot of it wasn't and even if it was junk it's still useful like Mm -hmm. for somebody who doesn't have any tools who's just getting started like with a home life
1: yeah i think we barely had a hammer like (laughs) because we we didn't even hang things up when we lived in alaska because it wasn't really our house so yeah i mean we didn't even really get tools until we got like an apartment here um but anyway so you know jason still he doesn't have anything from his dad um it's been close to a year now at, at this or a couple of years now at this time that he's been gone and yeah. still he doesn't have anything. So, and he, he knew he wasn't getting the gun. So he had told her, he's like, okay, well I'll come up there and I'll go through some of the stuff. And he's like, you know, we'll plan a weekend. And we did. Yeah. Because that the weekend at the time was the only time I was off and then he could kind of work his shifts around. So yeah, we planned a weekend, but Jason went to work one day. And Teresa calls him,
0: and I'm on literally on the way to my shift.
1: Yep, and tells him that she's got a guy coming, and he's going to pay her one set price for everything in the shed. So he needs to come right then if there's anything he wants and clean it out.
0: Now she knew I was working because that's we had discussed that date previously and said no, can't do it because I'm working. That's yep. why we chose the date we did for you know for me to come down.
1: Yep. So, yeah, she knew all that. She just waited until it was going to happen. So he calls me very upset. So I call her, and this is where the gun thing gets resolved. So I call her, and we got in a, actually, I think I was, yeah, I called her, and I was like, you know, um, why would you get rid of all the stuff when you knew that he was working today? And she immediately, if you ever confront her, she immediately is like the victim. She's like, I didn't know he was working, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, you did, because we talked about this. That's why we were coming on this date. She's like, well, Nicole, I've got to pay for things, and I've got to do this, and there's other stuff Jason could have, and then that's where I went off. I'm like, well, he doesn't have anything. It's been almost two years, three years, whatever. He doesn't have anything, and the one thing he was supposed to get, you decided to sell, And she's like, what do you mean? I said, you sold that gun, and you've been telling him he could get that gun. And she went off on me, like it was my fault. And um, I just kind of chewed her out, told her she was a sorry excuse for a mother. Um, Told her Jason was really upset with her, you know. And I don't really know what happened after this point, but somehow we found out that Dalton, his cousin, actually had the gun and dalton didn't know that jason was supposed to get it yeah, so
0: no clue at all
1: yeah so he gave it back to jason and made <laughs> Teresa give him back his money
0: yep which i <laughs> love i <laughs> love so so i do i did get it still have it yeah never i that was the only day i've ever even shot it i'm pretty sure was that day i got it
1: yeah <laughs>
0: i have even shot it
1: hey but it's right there in case there's an intruder
0: that's right let's hope it fires he,
1: he grabbed it one time because this is kind of funny we had an alarm system and he set it to away while he was in the shower and he ran he was walking to the kitchen butt-ass naked to go get some water and the motion detectors went off and he but there's a delay (laughs) so he started freaking out and he ran in the bedroom and got the gun and then he runs back in the living room and i'm like what are you gonna do? Shoot an intruder naked. <laughs> I
0: mean, who cares? That might make him pause long enough to get a shot. You never know. You tell me there's a man cut chasing you with his his pecker flopping in the wind. You ain't gonna pause for a second or freak out? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was just funny.
0: All right. I think do you think that's a good spot? I think that's a good spot and we can pick up I think on I think next episode we'll pick up with him. that might that could almost be an episode by itself just the introduction and the first few interactions with him what do you think
1: yeah because that that's yeah that's really where that's really where our true story starts to develop
0: yep (laughs) so
1: all right by the way i just have to say it's that bitch's birthday today and i hope she had a horrible day
0: oh today is the 20th and i'm a i'm bad with dates anyway so I wouldn't have remembered. I don't pay attention to that stuff. That's why I have a calendar that I put everything in. But yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Sorry for the delay. We are going to try. She, there's has been a lot of crap. We've recorded it the before already, but it just wasn't good. There were some technical issues. Then Nicole broke my foot. Broke her foot. We just found that <laughs> out this week. So it's been a little bit delay recording. We are getting back on a regular schedule. We are so sorry about this. Once again, if you have feedback, you hate that we can't keep a schedule, whatever, email is theroomabovepod at gmail.com. Once again, theroomabovepod at gmail.com. Um, please, if you like what you hear, like, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever you can do on wherever you listen to us. Um, if you don't like us, like, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever. It doesn't matter. It still helps us, even if you hate us. Yeah, you know?
1: I mean, we, you know, we've yep. never really done this before, so. Yeah, no. This no. is like a therapeutic thing for us. Yeah, and it's more of
0: that. There's no, like, large aspirations.
1: No, it's just, it's therapeutic for us to help us get through. Aspirations. What we went through. And it, who knows, it might help somebody else.
0: Doesn't aspirations sound like aspiration respiration like you're sweating out of your ass yes that's disgusting all right well thank you everybody (laughs) and i hope that y'all have a good time goodbye
1: bye